What's going on, guys? The Cruising Podcast. Welcome back. Uh, today is just kind of like a little bonus episode. Um, we wanted to talk. We saw um, over the weekend uh, the Truman Show, which I really wanted to talk about because um, it was our first time watching it. We had seen it all over Twitter, and it was just one of those movies that everybody always referenced, and we had never seen it before. Uh, and I really do think it's worth talking about, so we're going to get into that in a bit. Um, we saw last night The Shining and theaters at Cinemark, you know, supporting movie theaters and stuff, trying to, you know, keep them alive while they can. We saw The Shining 40th anniversary at Cinemark, which was great. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's fun seeing classic movies like that uh, in a theater because you, you get to, like, envision what it, it was like what 40 years ago yeah my god 40 years ago i used to always think like the 80s was always 20 years ago in my head like oh yeah 20 years ago was the 80s i don't know why but now it's literally 40 years ago was the 80s i don't know it's hard to explain but like i always used to think like 40 years ago was like the 60s you know like if we were always in the 2000s i don't know it's weird but i don't know if that makes sense but um we got to see that that was really cool um i mean the shining is a classic um seeing the infamous you know here's johnny scene but even the sound quality right when we we're watching the shine the shining it's the original movie so yeah. they didn't like remaster it or anything so the audio was the same every like the way it looked was the same it just had it felt like we were back in that yeah. uh time period you know which is cool uh I think the same went for actually it wasn't exactly the same but when we saw Empire Strikes Back the 40th anniversary it was, was it 40th? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so did they come out in the same year? What year was wow. Was it like 80 early 80s? Five. Early 80s. Wow, that's that's int- it was like 82 or something. Because the first one was like seven, late 70s or something. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um if you want you can just check real quick but um that's interesting like that's cool imagine that same year you get like empire strikes back the shining who knows what else came out that year probably some good stuff did he like goodfellas was it 80s yeah but i don't know if it was that same exact year but that that would be pretty cool but that was 80s though right? oh yeah 80s was filled with stuff um i think like et you know mm. like classics jaws uh no jaws was like 70s something like that yeah I like to see that in theaters too. I, I like watching these classic yeah, movies in theaters. Right, yeah. It's really cool. Um, Empire Strikes Back, but that had like some of that animation from the George Lucas. Uh, only the ending. Add on. It was the uh, and maybe some of the like Millennium Falcon scenes, but I couldn't really tell. I couldn't tell. But which is a good thing. But um, it's cool seeing these classic movies in theaters. You know. I really hate that they, they did that with Star Wars. Yeah, it, it ruined the, the ending. Original. I give like me, the original ending. Give me the original stuff. Yeah. I the. I don't like did that. The yeah. added crap. I hope they keep doing this though. I, I, what would be another cool movie to see? A classic movie. You know. Godfather. Like a Godfather. I haven't. I never seen Godfather. So yeah, we had the Blu-ray. That would be cool to see. But like, but watching that, mm-hmm. like in theater for the first time, that'd be cool. Um, Back we, to the Future. Back to the Future would be cool. Did we do it? No, no. 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 We saw like two thousand one Space Odyssey in the classic seventy millimeter film. Time. That was my first time watching. That was cool. That was like I mean, you could see the film strips crackling, and Whoa, that the was thing cool. Broke. Yeah, was, like, the projectors the got like stuck 
like halfway into the movie and they actually had and to no fix one, it. And no one got mad. Like, everyone was like, yeah. Like, nobody didn't really get it's mad. It's like you felt is back. Yeah, know, like, which I like. Those liked. were the problems back in the yeah, day. Yeah, like no one got mad about it, which was cool. Like no one didn't That's care. That's the experience of like a film projector and stuff, you know, the film reels. I'll probably Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Ferris Bueller, cool. like that would be cool. Yeah, like movie. those classics. Uh, the I Shining was really cool. Jaws. Jaws. So that was really cool. Um, so that was cool with Cinemark, uh, cause AMC, I know like they don't have as much right now, but oh, Breakfast Cine- Club, no, I'll Breakfast like, Club, I'll like Breakfast Club um, theater. so hopefully they keep doing more of that, you know, cause I, it's kind of fun. Until December. Oh, they have, uh, well, AMC did have, I don't think anymore, but I think, uh, Cinemark has it now, the Friday the 13th, the original, uh, one, you know, so those are fun because you get to sit in yeah, the theater. Yeah, doing Halloween too. Yeah, they had the the re the, not the remake. It was like a sequel, but uh, Halloween and stuff. So like, I like seeing like classic movies in the theaters. Shining, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's cool because again, we weren't around to see that in theater. So like, to be able to see it in the theater is it's fun. You know, you get did, to like, have I that seen... movie theater experience. Like when we saw Empire, seeing the you know Luke, I am your father scene. That's like classic. Imagine that in Dolby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we saw The Matrix in Dolby, that was, that's a 90s movie, but man, that that was an experience. That was so cool. Like it makes sense why again, like seeing that movie in theaters just makes so much sense, especially in Dolby and the audio. The action. Yeah. It just made so much sense why that movie was such a classic. It, it well, is such a classic, you know, when you watch it in theaters like that. Um so that was pretty cool, and um I also wanted to talk about now we're talking about all this stuff. Uh, we just found out today that the Joker, like Jared Leto's Joker, is coming back for the Snyder Cut Justice League. Um, so I'm kind of confused because he's uh, he's joining in on the reshoots, right? Yeah. Um, with Ben Affleck. With Ben Affleck. Amber and stuff. Heard. And, uh, so I, I, I guess I understand that because between Suicide Squad... Um, even Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman. They teased uh, Robin, and like the Joker. I guess well, had the killed him. The trailer for the Snyder Cut it shows the Joker card flying. Mm. Yeah, you see. So like, again, but I, but it the makes problem sense. that I have with it is that even though I like Joker, Joker sucked. Yeah, right? I wasn't. Mm. He was awful. But the problem with it, it just shows that there wasn't really a Snyder Cut. Well, that's the thing. That that's what I wanted to like mention because um. So I don't know. I, I I feel like it de- it all depends on the context because yeah, but now there's definitely there's scenes. definitely a, a like his cut is there, right? And then he's just finishing up some touches. Yeah. Now, if the Joker, they're saying the Joker's coming back to do the reshoots with Ben Affleck, which Ben Affleck, by the way, we saw some posts. He's, he's looking he's, great. He's yeah, looking good. good uh, considering he was going through like a rough time, I think, with uh, drinking and all that stuff. Uh, so he's looking like fit because he's coming back for not just Snyder cut, but also. The Flash movie, which is cool, good for him. He gets to go out in a good note. Hopefully, if the if these movies are good, um, yeah. but so with the Joker coming, it makes sense because Batman v Superman, the Joker, I, I'm assuming had done something to Robin, probably killed Robin, and his suit is filled with the ha ha. Batman, you know, has like that. Hopefully, Jared Leto tries to change up his Joker yeah. a little bit. Like- and then Suicide Squad, they teased, uh, they showed a, some scenes of Joker and Harley Quinn. 
against Batman, you know, like so like there's like that rivalry there. Yeah, but it, but the thing is it's not like it was filmed but cut out. Well, it's reshoots. So It's reshoots, but but that means they're adding like they're kind of like adding so in. That's what I'm not sure about. Um because I thought I don't think they're filming movie, new cause, scenes. Because I thought his movie was done. Right, like they just have to put in some CG but, but effects. They, they, they just have to f- touch up because that was what the original thing was. Oh, they're giving him over like fifty million to fix up the VFX, and then they're gonna release it. But now it's like okay, they're repaying Ben Affleck. They're repaying uh, uh, what the Well, now? it's considered reshoots, so that's yeah, probably on their contract. <sighs> yeah, that's more money. But that's that- probably part of the. F- that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So I don't think now if they're because uh, no, no, we'll, we'll never like, know this. We'll, we'll never know because they won't release it. But if they're like looking at the script or something, and they're like, "Hey, like let's just fix this scene and reshoot this scene," and then if they're doing that, then okay, then I technically yeah, like the Snyder cut was never really finished. Or if they're adding stuff to it, but if they're doing because I think Zack Snyder left right when they started. Yeah, but he showed the sign cut to like Jason Momoa. And stuff. That's what I'm saying. So, so I think so I, I think I it's it. done. I think what they're doing is they're doing. There's touching up scenes. Touching up certain scenes. Maybe I, there's some scenes that couldn't even get shot that they want. Maybe there's reshoots that he had planned that he couldn't do because he had left already because of his daughter. And then when Joss Whedon came in, that was it. Maybe yeah. I do think there is a whole other cut to the movie. I oh, I do believe it. that, but I but I don't know. Now she's like like because now Jared Leto is just coming out of nowhere. And... I think he's always was supposed to be in it because Suicide Squad, Batman. I think so because it always made sense. I don't know because they always teased him in the other movies. I know, you know? but it's just he's just an awful Joker, and it's like I don't want to see that again. No, that's fine. But if hopefully. It was... Hopefully, it's like two minutes tops. Like, I don't want to see a whole... No, but, I mean, it makes sense because, again, like, he was part of the plan, right? Yeah, I so, know, And but... Justice League is, like, what's supposed to be the the big wrap-up to, every, like, do all the two parts. It's supposed to be two parts, yeah, but... I don't know. It's just... Oh, my God. Just to see him again? No, that's fine. I'm, I'm curious. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, like, it's... I want to watch it, have fun with it. If it's not good, it's not good. I just hate good. how it's in the show format. Because like I don't want to wait a week. Yeah, it's fine. I, I understand they got to make profit from it. They need people to stay long term on HBO Max. Yeah, because they're gonna do a show, then release a movie. Yeah. So yeah. and that's fine. So I think what they're doing is I was waiting for the movie. If it's reshoots, um, which it is, that's what they're saying. Uh, Superman is not coming back for reshoots. Andrew Cowell. It, it was only Ray Fisher, uh, Amber Heard, Ben Affleck, Joker. Mm. That's what I'm saying. You see, it's only them. So like, if you had told me like. Superman had came back, and or Wonder Woman. and they just brought everyone back. Okay, like now you're just like reshooting the movie. But I think these scenes were you're kind of trying, you're trying to add like, yeah. your own thing to it. Yeah, but I don't think it's that. I think he actually is doing some little touch-ups, maybe for some scenes that he actually couldn't finish filming, or maybe uh, to to have the whole movie be cohesive. Maybe there's scenes from. Uh, the original yeah. that they have to line it up with a new or, scene, or or maybe they're trying to like also some of the Flash movie. Cause I don't know. I don't know. I, no, I don't, no, no. I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that. But I do think maybe there's so. Uh, maybe there's since they're going show format. Maybe there's some deleted scenes that they thought they weren't gonna need. That they're like, you know, like are. Do the cuts really four hours? 
That's what I'm saying. So maybe they're like, letting him. What? Like, because man, they're adding a lot. No, I know. and they should if they're gonna do it, do it right. They just release everything. Don't cut anything. Exactly. Out. So I think what they're like. Uh, four hour, a four hour movie. Yeah. So I think what they're doing is, uh, I'm sure the cut is done, and then I maybe there's some little reshoots that they're doing to, just really if they're gonna do it, do it right. So do the maybe do some reshoots to finish up some touches and just have it be a. F- just film get everything you need whatever get your full cut if it's gonna it's literally called the snyder cut so get your full cut out so don't don't cut out anything you know um i'm fine with it uh, yeah i understand like nobody really liked jared little's joker i didn't like it either um but so, I don't just know, let let it happen because why did gerald think it'll be such a good idea to do like a that's fine. Like Whatever. Like, no, he tried it. It didn't like, work out. What the hell he yeah, like a gangster. Like, a gangster. I was like, that's fine. It didn't work. Um, but if that's what they're going for, whatever, you know. And you know, Ben Affleck is coming back. You never know. Maybe they're because man, Ben Affleck. You can tell in the like the fir- you know the theatrical version. You can tell when it was reshoots, and you can. That's another thing. He looked kind of fat. That's another thing. He looked fatter. Remember, <laughs> there was reshoots for Justice League yeah. originally. So there are scenes, you know what I mean? Like, it's just there are scenes that were done that they. I, I I just hope that you, like it's not like the movie where you can like Batfleck is super fit in one scene, and then like the next scene he was kind of like he has like a beer belly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Maybe they're doing he, he, like even his acting was so like off in you some scenes. You can tell scenes, he didn't like, care anymore. Like he was going yeah. You can tell Whatever. he looked chubbier. He didn't look as fit. His acting wasn't there. You can tell that there, he knew it was a mess. Probably he was just like, let me just go do my reshoots, and that's what I'm saying. I think. It makes sense that he's coming back. Uh, Ray Fisher, who plays Cyborg, because he got cut out a lot. The reshoots messed up the movie, right? So maybe Ben Affleck has to come back, like in shape, and fix some of that so that it's it's cohesive. He looks in shape in that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he looked. So maybe that's what's going on. Like they have to so that the whole movie flows well. There's no uh, uh, how do you say continuity error? You know, where one scene he looks fit, another scene. Maybe they're fixing it up. Maybe. So it is reshoots. They're saying it's reshoots. So um, I'm fine with it. Uh, You know, whatever his story is that he had planned, just tell it, you know. Um, But that's interesting. Um, Joker's coming back. Let's see. Yeah, I know David Ayer was happy about it. I saw on Twitter he was tweeting because he wants the Ayer cut. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, no, I don't think it's gonna happen. Because because James Gunn at the oh, I saw a tweet it was a while ago, but it was a preview screening of Suicide Squad two, or something like that. And it's how people were saying it was like one of James Gunn's best work. Mm-hmm. They're saying that's like one of his best. It's him in his full glory. I rated so R. I think if that movie is great, they're not gonna want to even. They don't want to touch that first one because that yeah. first one was awful. Because the Snyder Cut, at the end of the day, like fans asked for it, you know. Yeah, but a but and Justice League, but was David Ayer's movie, he didn't leave halfway. Like that was just you. Yeah, no, and the studio okay, interfered. Okay, but the studio interfered, but still, but that, but the movie he made is still his movie. Like, 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 yeah. like, like that's still his story. Yeah, I don't know how to explain, but like, yeah, 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 like, like his movie. Even was though still, the studio completely like changed it, and even but, the movie, even if the movie was rated R. That wouldn't have helped the movie. No, and also I think the, the, the editing and they cut out a lot. Like, it was, it was supposed to be rated R. Yeah, but we saw the deleted scenes and he still weren't that good. Yeah, so it's different. You know, and again, like, there was such a movement for the Snyder Cut that... And all, plus the Suicide Squad, 
that no one wants to see that again. Yeah. The Justice League was so obvious of how bad it was. This new director came in and just, you know, changed the vision. The Superman with the mustache. Yeah. You know, so I think that, you know, let's see. Because uh, that's for next year. So let's see what happens, you know. No, it's, uh, yeah, like the yeah, it's, June. It's, like June or no, something. No, the Snyder Cut? Or I don't think they said a, a date. It's, they just no, said, it's, I said it's early, like, like I think January. They just said 2021. I I, th- I think it's... Let's see. I think it's the beginning of like of the new year. Yeah, like early Like it's early. Like yeah. I said, it's going to be early. It's not going to be late. Oh, okay. Because there's Even not... The, never, because the movie is not yeah. like like that That's far. what I'm saying. The reshoots, I don't think they're like this big deal where, oh, we're it, it, doing the whole movie again. Yeah, it's a quick little thing. Yeah, just quick little speaking shots. Speaking of Batman, they announced for the Batman that they're using the Mandalorian mm-hmm. technology. Yeah. Which, I don't know how... Yeah, and the filming for that is still—it's gonna go to like February, so they're I, they're, they're behind. I, I have a feeling that this whole COVID thing is gonna fuck up like the like just like everything, like like the, the style of the movie, not, not the style, but like in a sense of like how now they have to use that Mandalorian technology instead of filming in like like on like location. I'm sure it's not for like I'm, I'm it's probably for certain. I guess they'd rather use that than green screen. Or Hopefully. something. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what's going on there. You can tell. You can tell that. You can tell that it's uh, it's very like messy right now for for them to film that movie. Yeah, they're trying and they're they start and then it stopped and then they start. I, I just hope that the actors is not like. No, they're professionals. There's good actors on set there. It'll be fun. no, but the thing is like the training because the thing is they they get in shape and then like they're yeah. filming and they stop. Now yeah, they get to go back into it. Yeah, but they they're back. I, they've been filming already. I think they just yeah. Said I saw those. I saw some set photos and Robert Pattinson looked skinny. He did. He looked a little skinnier. Mm. Who knows? Maybe he took that time to just get more in shape. I don't know. No, he doesn't really get like bulk. I mean, more he gets more ripped. Yeah, he's he's supposed to be a different type of fit. Remember, he yeah. does. He's gonna do a lot of jujitsu and stuff like that. So yeah, it makes sense. He's not like Christian Bale. That's fucking. Yeah. Um, but that's only for the first movie. But let's see. Let's see, you know. Um, for right now, we've just been trying to watch, uh, you know, just older movies. Like, uh, So let's get into Truman Show because I really want to talk about that. But uh, we saw Truman Show um, over the weekend and um, – which, by the way, we're gonna like we're gonna go into spoilers and everything. It's so an old movie. it's old movie. Um, if you've seen it, awesome. If you haven't, you know, like if you want to go watch it and come back, or if you don't care, it's fine. Whatever you want to do. My God, I thought the fish jumped out of the yeah. fish. It's like trying to attack us. Um, man, Truman uh, Show. I really wanted to do an episode on it just because it's crazy. This movie came out in '98, so it's been over 20 years, and that movie, we saw it, uh, and it, that movie, it's like a movie that sticks with you, you know? I wasn't expecting that. I thought I was I was expecting, like, you know, like a Jim Carrey funny, you know, like a Jim Carrey movie in the 90s, whatever. And, man, like, this movie sticks with you because of, like, how it still resonates and it's so relevant with what's, with what's going on today, you know? Um, I'm not sure... I. I saw his name, but I don't know the director or the writer, what else they've done or anything. Yeah, I'm curious about the movie. But man, like, this movie in the 90s, you know, this is before iPhone, before social media like that, for before anything, like, predicted so much and got it right. You know what I mean? Like, it's scary how they called out the future, 
you know like they just they were able to it's like ahead of their time you know like the movie feels yeah, so that, timeless that whoever wrote this movie it must have really they saw it coming a mile away yeah you know um there's we saw a couple of videos you know like talking about the movie and like you know there's one that you know the truman show tried to warn us you know and because essentially like truman burbank he's like in his a reality tv show that he doesn't even know about you know that and it's like a, a complete invasion of his privacy and and it kind of dehumanizes uh, everyone else because everyone is, knows this that he has no idea but they're just watching anyway like they know it's wrong and they know that that's like not okay, but it's entertaining for them. And yeah. like they don't see the they they just move past the fact that that's a human being just completely like used and he's like a prisoner. He's like a prisoner in this cell, and it really is a cell. Like he's, everyone's in on. He's it. locked like, in this big stage, basically being and watched. 24/7. Being watched since he was born, and he's trapped in this fake world. You know. And I think the movie is so like well done, because it's funny. It has the drama. It has one of the best endings I think in a movie. It, the movie, the the ending is like just amazing. Yeah, the way he, like I love the way he walks up the steps. Yeah, and just like, everything. He's the wall. And uh, people at the time when this movie came out, there was like that Truman effect where everybody was like wondering, oh, like are we in a uh, in our own Truman show? Is this all fake? And and the movie is so it tackles these themes so well of like you know people wanting to be like the the people like literally wanting the world re- revolving around them and this is a person that literally the world like his world is revolving around him like literally and and how he wants to just break out of that you know it's breaking out of that societal norm you know and all that is so relevant to today right like with the media and everything like how we can be fed by the media and our society and it like controls you you know in this movie jim carrey's character which um his name is truman uh burbank uh true man like his name is truman true man which he's like the only true genuine person there in his world uh burbank which is a it's like a area and i was watching a video it's an area in la where a warner brothers studio was or something like that where they mm. would do stuff uh, well, Burbank, like, Burbank, like, California. Well, like 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 a like a stage, something like that. Yeah, so it was like a little call to that. And then the creator of the show was his name was Christoph something something. Literally, the first half of his name is Christ. You know, so it's like little things where, and he's the creator of the show. And in the movie, how when he talks about himself, he's like, "Yeah, I'm the creator of like of a TV show." But like how like there's like that delay when before he says TV show. And you can tell it's like him being so caught up in being like a god, you know, yeah. that it forgets the fact that it's like a TV show. And um, this movie just tackles all that so well, you know, breaking out of the societal norms. Like in this movie, Truman, he's like just trapped in like this loop of this life and he wants to like go out and explore. But like throughout his life, like subconsciously, they've made him like fear, like f- like they've subconsciously like denied that when he was in school he said that he wanted to be an adventurer and explorer and the teacher was like oh and she puts down the map sorry but like actually this is all that's left like this is missing so there's no way for anybody to be an explorer anymore you know or when he wants to travel to fiji when he's older 
all this little subliminal posters all around, like oh, ads. Oh, like, like, like this could happen to you. It's like the lightning. Yeah, and the plane. he's sitting at the, uh, I guess, like a travel agency or something, yeah, like to like travel the, to yeah, to book a flight. Yeah. And in the background, you see a poster that with a airplane being struck by lightning, saying, "This could be you." And he looks at it. And, and he's what like, I loved, "What?" What I love too it was the cameras. How the, mm-hmm. some shots would change into like a like a like hidden, a hidden camera. cam. Yeah. And I was, I was like, man, why is it doing that? Like, why is it? And then I caught on. I was like, oh, because it's like, it's like. It's so uh, weird. Because it, it's, then he's him. He's like, it's just someone spying on him. Mm-hmm. Basically. He yeah. He doesn't know it. He doesn't know and it. then like with the little subliminal things of, of that, right? And, oh, or faking his dad's death. Yeah. Like, so like the thing with the that. flights and that's, if you think about it, that's so relevant to today. Um, obviously, we're not living in a Truman Show-esque thing, but in the sense of how our media and even to some extent, even if it could get to that crazy, but like the government, right? Like if the government is our overseers and if they control the media, that controls how we think, you know, they can make us feel like we can feel uh, paranoia, fear, and but like subconsciously, we think we're making that choice, but it's just like Truman Show, right? Like he's going to book a flight to Fiji and subconsciously there's a bunch of posters telling him why he should be afraid to go to Fiji, but like he's willing to cross that barrier and it's actually okay to do that you know it's like breaking free of that trap of like that society and it's very like there's so much to say in this movie it's so awesome that's why i wanted to talk about it you know because that was one thing um the fact of like just trying to figure out what like the answers to everything like what's beyond us you know what i mean and for him like imagine living in that world and you find out that there's a whole real world out there like he was just trapped in this little bubbles yeah you know and like just breaking free out of that you know um and if you think about it like the creator of the show which is played by ed harris which he does really well great actor how he's like okay with this but then like it's there's like a ironic scene when he's being interviewed by a magazine or whatever because he's like a big hit right and they're like oh we know that you're very uh private you're a very private person we appreciate so it's ironic how he's this, he's really into his privacy yet he's exploiting this person you know yeah i mean look at his whole life like jim carrey's character he fell in love with that other girl mm-hmm. and he wanted to be with her yeah but they didn't like oh no you had to be with her like like, like they, were, they forced him on this other girl yeah they had because it wasn't part of the story the it wasn't world part of the adjusts yeah the world adjusts to his like adjusts to what to lean bring him back to a certain path you know and it's interesting because i don't know it it is about like breaking free from that that trap or something you know um which is really cool and it has a uh, about the the reality tv this was in the 90s look at the intro of the movie like that that, that's that the light falls from the sky Mm -hmm. And then he was like, oh my, he was trying to figure out, wait, wait where does this light come from? Yeah. When he sits in the car, oh, uh, airplane, uh, cargo falls out of the airplane. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad no one got injured. Yeah. And how they create already like a story mm-hmm. to like, to, he doesn't like get mm-hmm. weirded out by like, wait, this thing just fell out of nowhere. Yeah. Or um, what, you know, about reality TV, like this really calls, really just predicts the whole era right now of reality reality tv vlogging social media how 
um, I think in the beginning of the movie, the actors of the Truman Show, the, how they're saying like there's no difference between yeah. this life and a private life, like it's just all the same. And this movie really like again, twenty years ago about reality TV and like that line that it just blurs that line blurs between what's real and what isn't like you you know people watching reality tv and that reality tv is supposed to be real but it's all orchestrated for your entertainment you know like uh what was it there's a whole video on it uh it's called the truman show tried to warn us it's really good on youtube how we watch the bachelor like we we try to like because all this is happening in the whole real world outside of the Truman Show is watching this. And it's all people like in the privacy of their own homes or at work. And But it's like people trying to forget about their lives. Like if they're miserable or and they're just being entertained by like this person that's being exploited. And like their life is just being completely like that invasion of privacy, you know. And then and that's what, like it, they're like kind of dehumanized. Like they don't see what's wrong with that. They're just they're okay with seeing this person crying and being emotionally like abused and like this whole thing and it's all orchestrated it's all just fake it's all fake to for him you know and then and how that if you know right like with today like we with reality tv right all these all we all watch reality tv wishing like that was us and this and that you know like some people right like the, the average person watching reality, like these love reality tv shows like yeah. the bachelor or something and how um i don't know it's like this escape and but like these people that are on the show it's supposed to be real it's just so like i don't know like it it, it like subconsciously we get so used to like seeing like that's such, that's not supposed to be on public television you know like someone going through like an actual intimate like emotional distress situation like and like the bachelor let's say right like the girl's crying over the guy and it's like this drama and we're like okay with watching that like that's a normal thing yeah or like even the producers toying with their emotions by maybe like tweaking certain things so that there's a drama effect i forgot what show it was um in the video that we saw was it like that hip-hop yeah they they like did something to like make a fight happen yeah like the somebody and the crew like tossed something or did something to like provoke a fight between the two people in the reality tv show it's just like you know orchestra like making you feel certain emotions for entertainment even though even if they're actually making you feel that like you're not acting like they're causing that for entertainment so like i don't know man like this movie does so much with like just all of that it's just so much to like break down you know it, it, it's it's so great and then when he finally reaches like you know he sails he decides to, to just sail away and reach whatever's like the end point and how he actually breaks into the he crashes into the wall yeah and it's just like a painted wall it's not even real and he's like that's a great ending scene right there when he's just banging on it and he goes up the, the flight of stairs that just looked like a painting yeah you know i look like like if there was an artwork of that like i would so buy that like that ending shot right there Probably. when he's when he's going up the stairs just jim carrey's acting in this considering he's you know he's supposed to be very comedic which he is that's the thing he's funny in this movie but he knows when to yeah you know like when he's like oh look at me i'm being spontaneous you know like uh, that's the thing there's such there's such good little lines in this movie that 
make you think that way, like a certain yeah. way, where to break out of that that trap, that societal pattern, you know, where like break out of that loop because he was in a loop, you know, he was going to work. Everybody knew what he was going to say already. Everybody was, um, you know, they knew where to go. And then when he decided to just be spontaneous and just like break out of that, yeah, he was able to be like free or something. And like, you know, and that very relevant to today, you know, with breaking out of like a cycle and trying not to get caught up in what we think is like that normal. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it's so interesting, you know? So then, you know, when the ending shot, when he like reaches to the end of of, like his world and then he's going up the steps and it's like a beautiful shot. Yeah. And then, uh, Christoph, I think his name is Ed Harris. He literally talks to him through the PA system and it's like God, it's like the clouds. And it's like literally like God talking to him, but except God is like another human that's created his own world. Yeah. From, like, the real world. And then he tries to, like, lure him back in one more time, saying that he's, like, the star of his own show. And it's, like, everything that somebody would actually, like, people... Yeah, he's the star of the show, but... And, and like, he was saying, oh, when he, when This he is took all you, about you. When, when he took... Like, oh, like, he was saying, like, when he took you for steps. Yeah, he made uh, it very emotional. World, like, yeah. watched. And, like, he was just, like, he didn't want him to leave. Because it's that's... interesting, because, like, people nowadays, when we watch TV, we wish that we can be that. We want to be the big star. We want to be... The big celebrity, right? We want to yeah. be famous. And then this movie is kind of like this person is literally like the number one star in the world in this fake world. And it's I guess it's like kind of, you know, tackling that idea of like celebrities, right? Where they, yeah. they end up being so trapped in this world, in this cycle that like it all revolves around them that they feel trapped I yeah. didn't Kanye West say that there was an interview with Kanye West where he said yeah. um, that he, he he hit his Truman show moment where he hit the wall, you know, mm. like remember that interview where he said that he had a, he had his Truman show. It was pretty funny. He's like, I hit my Truman show moment when he hits the when the boat crashes into the wall. And, and I'm sure celebrities feel that where they're like famous and they feel like the whole world is revolving around them all the time where yeah. they feel trapped or whatever. And. That's so interesting, and then this movie is, you know, I feel like it's tackling that a little bit too. It's tackling so many things, and then he just, you know, Ed Harris's character, who's like playing God, basically, is talking to him, trying to lure him back in, because he's telling him everything he wants to hear, and what a lot of people I think want to hear, right? Like people watching him, they wish that was them, right? Like being the star of a show and everything's you know like this perfect world but it's actually not like he wants to like break out of it well, yeah they really want to have a kid yeah on the thing yeah and then movie. and i mean jim carrey's line in that you know the in case i don't see you good good morning good evening good and night. good night perfect because like that was building up because that was the same line he would have to say in the beginning of the movie and then he just walks out and i love how they don't show you what happens after that he just walks and like he's literally stepping into the unknown and like the door is open and it's all black like he's stepping he's literally stepping he's leaving he's leaving his like perfect world where he can be comfortable or something and he's literally deciding to step into the unknown even if it's scary or fearful like what uh christoph said and that's just such a great ending you know such a great ending with the music the soundtrack and there's just so many moments of that, you know, uh, and it, 
it's just really interesting. Like they want they wanted him to be a certain way, and then he decided to break out of that. And then so it's just so many things. I'm trying to like process it. Like the Kanye West thing was really interesting because that was an interview. I saw that him saying that, and I don't know. Uh, and what I found interesting was all the people watching how they were like rooting for him to leave and he again he's it was him being this big star right and everybody cared for him but the second he walked out of that door and the like the show ended the last shot of the movie is literally like the security guard that's been watching the whole movie saying oh so what else is on and the movie ends and that says so much about like these famous people right like People, like, quote-unquote, care about you so much, right? Like, oh, you're such a big star. We love watching you. But the second you're done, like, you don't matter anymore, you know? Yeah. So it's like, that's what's so interesting because you're, in, in this case with the Truman Show, he was literally, like, being exploited and his invasion of privacy and, oh, all for the sake of people, like, liking you and watching you and you're a big star, but the second you're done, like, nobody's going to care about you. Like, it shows that nobody actually cares about you, you know? Like, in that situation. Because the second Truman, sh- like, Truman left, yeah, literally like, the like final the, the shot. Were like, oh, like, like, so what else is on? on that's it. Like, their brain, like, they were just ready. Okay, so what else is on? Who else is on TV that we... That's it. Like, all that emotion throughout the whole movie, and they were already over it. Like, they didn't learn anything. They didn't... So, like, that was so interesting. Again, a lot to say about, like, today's like society you know like with celebrities and stuff like oh yeah like you know a person could be willing to do whatever it takes on youtube like youtube is a big example like yeah people are doing whatever they can on youtube or on tv even if they're like hurting themselves to get that fame to get that publicity or recognition but the second like anything where you're done like that's it like people don't care about you anymore you know what i mean so like i don't know like the movie's so it's one of those things that you watch it and it just feels ahead of its time, you know, because it's everything that's happening right now, you know, I don't know. It, it, I, it's just one of those movies I wanted to like ramble about because, again, this was like in the 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Jim Carrey does great. Um, and I don't know. And w- w- that line Jim Carrey says like, oh, you're, you know. You have the whole world watching you, goddammit, like, say something, you know, or something like that. And then he was saying how you don't have a camera in my head. Remember when he yeah. said that line? Because, like, there's yeah. cameras everywhere and, like, oh, but it's the perfect world. Look, we did this for you. Look how – and he said, like, you don't have a camera in my head. Like, I guess you don't know what I'm thinking or what I'm yeah. feeling in this. You know, because throughout the whole movie, he just felt like he was going crazy because, like, it just, something felt off. It felt – he wanted more. He wanted to break out of that. And how they were trying to, like – trap him into like the societal norm right like when he wanted to go explore the world like they orchestrated everything so like he could just you know no just settle down with your wife and have a kid right like just have a family right like you don't need to explore why would you need to do that you know and obviously here it's because they you know they're trying to keep him confined in that space but if you think about it and like society normally like the societal norm is oh no, no you don't need to go and you know, do that. Why, you know, just settle down, have a family, stay in this confined space where it's comfortable. So, like, the movie's tackling that, but obviously in a more extreme level because he's literally in a different world. Yeah, he's in he's in, he, He's in a bubble. But, like, sometimes, like, in real life, people can be in their own bubble, you know? Like, people who live in these small towns or something where 
if you want to go out, like there's more to explore and sometimes you get tr- stuck in that trap of that pattern of thought with everybody else around you where they're like, no, why do you need to travel? Stay in this comfortable space. So I don't know. It's interesting how like it's so many different things in one movie to think about, you know, like between celebrities, fame, like privacy, media, you know, uh, just like life in general. You know what I mean? It's a great movie. Great movie. It's funny. Uh, Jim Carrey does great. Also, like the whole thing with the ads, I thought was so good. Like (laughs) the way they shot the movie, I was wondering, I was like, man, you know, because I've learned to like when you watch movies, like everything's done for a reason, right? So like when they would say hi to Truman in the beginning of the movie and they were like, they were like pushing his back towards the sign and he was like, why are you pushing me towards the, like the wall? And the shot was wide and it was like Truman on the left side and there was like an ad next to him about like a movie or like a drink or something. And when we were first watching the movie, like, that was the beginning. I was like, man, why why is this shot like this? This is for something. Like, and I read the sign. I was looking. I was like, okay, this is weird. And later on in the movie, they were saying how, like, that's how they make their money. They never did ad breaks. They just did the ads within the show. So when he's having friends with his, like, best friend, quote, unquote, he was like, ah, what a good old beer. And he's, like, showing the the name of the beer to the camera. Yeah. And it, it's like. Or when he was fighting with his wife. And the wife was freaking out. That was a funny was, scene. And he's like, "Oh, well, coffee." Didn't Why don't you have some good old cocoa coffee? And he's like, "What are you? Are you? Are you here?" Right? He, he was like, "Who are you talking to?" Yeah, like, who's the, who, like no one else is here. Yeah, and that's the thing. And again, that's another like theme with that video we saw. How it tackles that. How you like people like vloggers or re- like TV stars where you you cross that blurred line where. You're not even sure if you're like what's real or not. Like like him, Jim Carrey in that scene, he's trying to have a real conversation about what's going on. And then she's like talking to him, but she's really not there. She's like, oh, why don't you just have some coffee? And then she like pretty much just like markets and like promotes this coffee in the conversation. He's like, who are you? That was a funny scene. He's like, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Like is Jim Carrey is was looking around. Yeah, like Jim Carrey was per- he did perfect in this movie. That was so funny. But you felt like it's true. He's like, who are you talking to right now? He was just, and and it's true. Like it's like that thing where you think it's like genuine, right? Like how many times haven't we seen like YouTube stars or like stuff on TV, right? Where it's supposed to be quote unquote real, but it's not. You know, it's just product placement or it's just like them promoting themselves in a certain way. Like it's not genuine. So like it's like crossing that line of like you know reality tv and like real life where that line is just blurred out you know it's really interesting that's what they were saying with uh a lot of these like vloggers or people who these like um big characters online you know like these people that have their own tv shows or you know when you're a certain character of yourself for like entertainment like vloggers or youtubers or a lot of these people that have a certain character, a persona for online, just for the, you know, for the sake of being online, like for entertainment, but like you kind of lose track of who you really are. So you just kind of slowly become like this blurred version where you're, you're that persona, you become that persona, but lose a little bit of yourself, you know? And like this movie kind of like talks about that too, where it's just like that blurred line. It's, it's no longer just entertainment or, in real life it's just like of this weird blend of both where you kind of you literally kind of like dehumanize yourself you know or people dehumanize you you know 
I don't know. It's really weird, you know, because you kind of see that now when you watch a vlogger or something. It's like, oh, is that really them doing that for them as a person, you know, or like when people record themselves giving a homeless guy a burger, right, or something like they're recording that they're publicizing that. So it's like, are you doing this because like you yourself, like that's you as a person, you're doing it or it's like that blurred line of like you're just doing that and recording it because it'll lead to views or this or that and it's like all like this portrayal i don't know you know what i mean yeah so like again this is a movie that 20 years ago makes you think of all these different things you know it's like honestly like really cool it's one of those timeless movies you know it's a movie i feel and people say that that movie in the 90s was actually very underrated it was like one of those underrated because yeah, during that time it wasn't a big way. blockbuster yeah. you know it wasn't like a jurassic park or yeah. terminator 2 i think which was around that time so i don't know it's a great movie great movie um i don't know if i'm missing anything else i love the like again like like this movie it you know it makes you think of all that you know it's really cool um i want to watch more jim carrey movies now like his older not just his comedies but movies like this you know because yeah I love watching movies like this, you know, and they don't really make movies like this anymore. It's hard. Nope. It's hard. But uh, I don't know. Anything else? I went on a full ramble about Truman Show. Yeah, I think you got everything. (laughs) I think you got everything. I feel like at one point, I don't know if I was making sense anymore. Did it make sense? I feel like for the most part, it made Uh, sense. Yeah. Or did I go out? Did I go full Kanye mode? (laughs) (laughs) I hit my Truman Show moment, guys. That's it. You know? (laughs) Yeah. That was a funny clip. He literally, t- yeah, mm-hmm. Kanye, man. I hit my Truman Show moment when he crashes the boat into the wall. That was me. People think he's crazy, but I f- maybe he has a point, man. He's not crazy. People think he's he crazy, but shit. I'm like, I, I'm sure he has a point. This is a guy that's been to the top, top. You know, he's like the biggest celebrity there is. He's dating, uh, well, not dating. He's married to Kim Kardashian. One of the biggest reality but, TV but, stars. Yeah, and so, he's, you know, he's. He, you got to be careful with those that people label crazy right away. Truman Show. Yep. It, again, this is what crazy. I love about this movie. Truman Show. Trying to label him crazy. Everybody in that world was like, Truman, what's going on? Like, you're acting crazy. And he, and was, he wasn't crazy. Like he Because he kept telling me, oh, the world. I this feel, is not I feel, right. I feel like the world is like evolving around me. Yeah, revolving around me. Like, this doesn't feel right. Like, what's like, going like, on? When he went to the elevator, he said, wait, there's no elevator here. Like, yeah. What's going on? And then, So, and for Kanye saying that, right? And saying he reached that point and, you know, people are calling him crazy. I don't know, man. At this point, it's just like, I, maybe Kanye's got a point, you know? Yeah, we... He's got to get on the Joe Rogan podcast, even though I know Jamie, like, got tested positive for COVID. So, they're out this whole week. Um, yeah. He's still got to get him on because I just want to know what just Kanye West unfiltered, you know? No, not what the media is telling me what he's doing. I want to hear him talk out of his mouth unfiltered for probably it's going to be like four hours. No, nah, probably three. Three yeah, hours. Uh, two hours. Two and, and a half or something. Yeah. I want to see that. I don't want to see what the media is telling me that he's doing. That he's they're labeling. You know I, what I, I mean? I don't think he's crazy. So that's what I think that would be great because, again, it, it all – This is a movie 20 years ago, and look how much it relates to what's going on today, you know? It's awesome. (sighs) Anything else?
Yeah, guys. Truman Show. Oh, it's like a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. This movie's a classic. Yeah. It's it's like a timeless movie that whoever the writer and like directors, everybody that's worked that worked on this movie, they clearly had a vision and saw something so great that stands even now, you know? Because it's it's funny, it has the drama, it has like the heart, you know? And it has great lines. And it just has a movie that has a lot to say. Those are the best movies to watch sometimes, you yeah. know? You get tired of the same old, like, you know. Marvel. Marvel or action. Just sometimes you want a good movie like this, you know. To actually. Dumb, like dumb movie. fun movies are good too. But sometimes it's nice. It's refreshing to watch movies like this. Even though they don't make them as much anymore. You know. Um, it depends. But. Alright, guys. Yeah, that was, that was like a full on. I think I went full Kanye. <laughs> I hit my Truman show. Uh, anything else? Did you want to add anything else to that? I think you got it all. I think you nailed it. Um, all right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for uh, listening to this podcast. Good thing I didn't record this one. If it was, if we were recording it, I would have looked like the guy from uh, the History Channel, the guy with the messed up hair, the ancient aliens. Aliens. The, you know, with his hands up. They they need to come down already. That's coming soon. Hey, just come on. No, Kanye, no, uh, and Kanye, just, just a little peace sign. Kanye's going to be the one. He's going to be the one to... <laughs> They're going to beam him up. <laughs> Take me away. Yeah, man. He's like levitating up to the, to the start of story. Take me. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much. If you stuck around this long uh, through the through the ramble, thank you. <clears throat> Appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed the movie as much as we did. Uh, if you have any movie suggestions, let us know because we want to watch more. The next one I want to watch with Jim Carrey is the one with um, Kate Winslet, uh, yeah. the Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I think is what it's called on Netflix. It's a long title, but they say that one's really good too. Again, another dramatic role, and so I want to see that because Jim Carrey does really good. Yeah, like he did. He did really good in this one. That was great acting. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed it, and uh, to the next one. Goodbye.